Hi, everybody. This is Jay. And this is Mark. And we'd like to welcome you to Backstage Pass. Each week, we take you behind the magic and inside Disney history, pulling back the curtains and letting you see the Disney magic and history up close. With an eclectic mix of entertaining topics, humor, and tons of information and details, we want to keep you learning and smiling. So for this week, here is your Backstage Pass. There is nothing more relaxing than a stroll down good old Main Street, USA. Well, I... Hey, watch it. Excuse me. <sighs> the evening lights, the music... The crowds... No, Space Mountain is this way. The really large crowds... You know, the way they designed the street is so clever. It's really magical. Well, it really is forced perspective, actually. Right, but you don't think about it. Hey, come back here, Watch out there. Looks like Pluto got kicked again. You go, Pluto. Why do kids do that? Hey, where did your wife say they were going to meet us for the fireworks? Um, They were going to watch from near the Rose Garden, and then we would meet them afterwards for an ice cream cone on Main Street. Hmm, sounds great. Love that strawberry ice cream. Uh-oh, the balloon vendor's having trouble again. Wow, too many balloons. He's going to go right over the roof. Stand back. Wow, is that a Beamer P1 Magnum Air Pistol? Hello! Oh, thank you, sir. Thank you. No problem. Glad to help. <laughs> nice shooting, Tex. No, thanks. You know, they really need some beefier balloon vendors. He was almost up to the height of the third floor. Well, even though it isn't actually quite that high. Right. Forced perspective. You know, Walt Disney really didn't want his buildings on Main Street built like this at first. He wanted his Main Street to be 5-8 scale. His designers felt that might be too difficult for the shops and the restaurants, so they opted for a gradual forced perspective. Right. The first floors are built at about 90% of full size, the second floors are 80%, and the third floor is even smaller. In fact, the scale of many of the upper floors of Disney Park buildings are reduced to create an illusion of height. It's an old trick used by some Renaissance painters like Giotto in the 12 to 1300s, known for his chapel paintings of lifelike draped figures in settings using forced perspective. Forced perspective was also a trick used countless times in theatrical set design, particularly in the paintings of backdrops and in animation and the movies. Uh-oh, better move over. Here comes the trolley. Hey, did you know that the Statue of Liberty is built with a slight forced perspective so that it appears more correctly proportioned when viewed from its base? When the statue was designed in the late 1800s, before easy air flight, there weren't many other angles to view the statue from. This became an issue for special effects technicians working on the movie Ghostbusters 2, who had to back off of the amount of forced perspective used when replicating the statue for the movie, so their model, which was photographed head-on, would not look top-heavy. Yep. You know, another instance of disproportionate figures is in Michelangelo's sculpture of David. The sculpture has oversized hands and feet because it was meant to be up high and look proportional when viewed from below. But you know, forced perspective is really used in themed architecture. Oh, right. Of course they use it a lot here in the Magic Kingdom, but you'll also find it in places like Las Vegas, often to make structures seem larger than they are in reality, where physically large structures just wouldn't be feasible.
Ladies and gentlemen, in just 10 minutes, the Magic Kingdom will proudly present our nighttime fireworks show, Wishes, a magical gathering of Disney dreams, hosted by Jiminy Cricket. Due to lower light levels in the park, we suggest that you find a spot and remain there throughout the presentation. Wishes, a magical gathering of Disney dreams, will begin in just 10 minutes. Thank you. Although most of Main Street uses forced perspective, there are a few exceptions, including the Town Square Exhibition Hall, which was built full-size to block off the visual intrusion of the contemporary resort. Yep, and the train station, since its upper floor is actually used by guests. It also serves as a block to the view toward the castle as guests enter the park, until the Imagineers want them to see it. Plus, all of Main Street together is an example of perspective tricks. The view from the train station with the smaller size buildings opening up to the hub on the far side combined with the castle served to make the park seem vast to the guests just entering the park. But on the way out, the reverse holds true with the full-size buildings at the entrance surrounding a small town square, making the exit seem closer for weary guests. You know, though, Epcot also has some good examples, like the France Pavilion. The street and planters get narrower toward the building to make the street appear longer and the building at its end larger when perceived from the pictured angle. The Eiffel Tower structure is a miniature replica of its Parisian counterpart, so placed to seem as large as the original but simply far away. And reverse forced perspective is used at the American Adventure Pavilion. The five-story building is made to appear to be three stories by increasing the floor heights on the facade thus helping the pavilion to blend better with the size of the other country's pavilions. Ladies and gentlemen, in just five minutes, the Magic Kingdom will proudly present our nighttime fireworks show, Wishes, a magical gathering of Disney dreams, hosted by Jiminy Cricket. There are still plenty of places around the Magic Kingdom to view tonight's performance. Wishes, a magical gathering of Disney dreams, will begin in just five minutes. Thank you. Ah, the castle always looks so beautiful at night. <laughs> Talk about forced perspective. That's the most extreme example in the park. That's right. The architectural elements have a huge difference as you scale the 189-foot building. The stacked stones of the lower castle walls get smaller and smaller as you get higher and higher. In fact, the handrail on the spire where Tinkerbell begins her nightly flight before the fireworks is only about two feet tall instead of the normal three and a half feet. No way! That one up there? With, with the cable? Yep. Hey, you know, if we go up there right now, we can actually see how small it is when Tink flies. Yeah, we could get up there if we use the cast member only door, go down to the utility door, and then up into the castle. Come on, I know how to do this. I've always wanted to go up inside the castle. Besides, what could possibly go wrong, Mark? Uh, all right, here we go, right through here. Okay, here's the utilidor. We just need to follow this corridor uh, this way. Here it is, Stairway, Cinderella Castle Interior. 
Hey, good, someone even propped it open. Now we start climbing. Maybe this door should be locked. Jay, are you coming? Yep, hang on, I'll be right there. I think this is it. Wow. There's the cable and and the flying harness. And and look out the door there. Look how small that rail is. (laughs) That's great. It really is only two feet tall. Man, it's wild to see the crowd down there. I can't really see the fireworks from here, but you can sure hear them. That's weird. It's almost time for her to fly. I wonder where she is. Uh-huh. You locked the door, didn't you? What? I, um, I... You locked out Tinkerbell. Well, I thought that maybe... Oh, brother, I better get down there. There's no time. Here, put on this harness. What? I'm not going out there on that. Listen, all those kids down there are waiting for Tinkerbell to sail magically over their heads, and you blew it for them. You need to make it right, Jay. Here, put this on and cinch this up. Oh, this is just absolutely crazy. Pull the straps tight while I get this attached to the line here. Hey, hey listen, I don't want to climb over this rail. And I- Oh, hey, look, it's Tinkerbell. Where? We'll see you, fly boy. Wow, he screams like a little girl. <laughs> I'm flying! I feel so free! I wish I could Mommy, why does Tinkerbell have hair and legs? I think maybe her razor's broken. Well, that went better than I expected. I suppose I better get him a Tinkerbell watch or something or he'll be mad at me all week. What is going on up there? What was that? Ooh. Well, I guess it's time to get some ice cream. If you would like to check out our source information for this topic or have questions or comments, please join us on the Inside the Magic forums. We love to hear from you. This is Jay. And this is Mark saying we'll see you next time. Backstage.